Now, if you're watching this video, you're probably in your late teens or early 20s and have aspirations of becoming very wealthy. There's a stat out there that 53% of high school students thoroughly believe that they're going to become millionaires in their adulthood. And then if we look at reality, there's barely 1% of millionaires of the entire adult population. So why is there such a discrepancy between all of the high school students that have such massive financial goals and aspirations. And then in reality, all of the people that fall short of those financial goals. And what the problem really comes down to is access to the right information. If every single person had a step-by-step -step formula of how to become a millionaire, then everybody would become a millionaire if they took those actions. The problem is there's so much misinformation out there and it's so easy, especially if you're in high school in your early 20s to fall into the trap of listening to your teachers, professors in university, or your parents, all who aren't millionaires and are giving you financial advice. Now, my name is Luke Lintz. I'm here as a 24-year-old multi-millionaire, and I was in the exact same place as you. I was 16 in high school, realizing that I had all of this free time, very little responsibility, and wanting to have aspirations of becoming a millionaire in the future, but just having zero ideas idea of how to get there. I remember spending so much time watching YouTube videos back then, reading books and trying to find an exact step-by-step -step formula of what I could do in order to achieve extreme financial goals. What ended up happening is during high school, I was working a bunch of aimless jobs and so-called like side hustles just to make some extra money. And I felt very aimless. I felt like I was just working very sporadically. And I felt the only way I could get up to a sizable amount of income is if I worked more and just took on more jobs, which at a certain point isn't realistic because you only have so many hours in a day. But reflecting back on the past eight years of my life, I was able to condense everything that I did of generating tens of millions of dollars, currently employing over 50 full-time workers and getting up to this point, I've realized that it came down to a three-step formula. That's what we're gonna be going through in this video and let's get right into it of the three-step formula to obtaining all of your financial goals and dreams that you desire. Now, step number one of this formula starts off with investing every last penny that you have into yourself. This line, in and of itself can sound very cliche because you must have heard this hundreds of times, especially if you watch YouTube videos of invest everything in yourself. What it really comes down to is understanding what to invest in yourself at the beginning, because there's a huge difference of how you invest in yourself as you go through your business career and as you start making more money, because at the beginning, you want to be investing in the things that can give you the most return on your investment because you're limited with them amount of cash that you have. So I basically went through what I spent money on from the ages of 16 to 24. And I summarized what I believe are the most important things that helped me get to where I am now by investing in myself at the very beginning. And some of these things I wish I invested in earlier so that I could seek the returns of it as soon as possible. 
Keep in mind that this list of what you should be investing in yourself isn't in any particular order because it varies person to person. But this is what I would put down as a very summarized list of what to invest in over the next like two years of you getting started of leveling up. One is a quality gym membership so that you're motivated to work out. And what I realized is whenever I spent more money to go to one of the nicest gyms in my city at the time, I was motivated to work out, especially when I was strapped for cash because I didn't want to be wasting money. And working out might not seem like it directly impacts the amount of money that you make, but working out on a consistent basis is the number one indirect indicator for financial success in the future. Now, I've made previous YouTube videos where I've spoke heavily about working out and the impacts that has indirectly on your financial success. But just to list off a few is when you're working on a consistent basis, you are making commitments and staying true to those commitments to yourself on a consistent basis. And when you're reinforcing that, it bleeds through to every single other aspect of your life. So when you start making commitments for your financial goals and start making commitments of activities you're going to do, you will follow through with those inevitably. Another thing is confidence levels. When you're working out, you not only feel better after working out, which builds confidence indirectly, but you also start looking better eventually. And especially if you've never been to the gym before, you're going to get newbie gains, which is basically like like the biggest increase of being able to lift weight and the biggest increase in terms of your physique as quickly as possible. That in itself will build an extreme amount of confidence. And when you have more confidence, it spreads through every single part of your life and it's going to make life more enjoyable and it's going to allow you to take bigger risks in life. There's also so many other things that we could talk about how working out impacts your sleep, impacts your overall health, which all leads to a better financial future. The next way that you can invest in yourself is a quality goal setting journal. Now I started journaling on a consistent basis five years ago and I have a stack on my bookshelf from the past five years of journaling. And this has been one of the greatest things that I've done on a consistent basis that has formed a daily habit and being extremely conscientious of the goals that I'm setting and the direction I'm trying to head in life is the biggest component to seeking your financial goals. Let me go back to the start for a second of when I explained that 53% of high school students have the aspirations of becoming millionaires in the future and how there's such a large discrepancy of that. And what I've realized is a lot of where you get to in life is based off of the direction that you give yourself. If you're not goal setting and you're not able to fundamentally break down where you're trying to get to in life, then you're really going through life aimlessly. Say your overarching goal is to reach a million dollars in your bank account. Well, that's not even really a goal if you don't break down the actionable steps to get there. Obviously, when you're just starting out, you're not going to be able to fully break down the actionable steps to get to a million dollars. But you're a very smart person if you're watching this YouTube video. And so you're able to break down the first steps that you should be taking to get to the next level of at least your personal development. And so that's why goal setting is so important because you're able to set the aim and direction. If you start saying daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly goals, you're able to steer the direction the exact way that you want and basically reverse engineer the outcome and track your progress towards that major goal. The next thing that you can do to invest in yourself is purchasing quality workout clothes and quality dress clothes because
because when you look good, you feel good, and it'll eventually lead to you building more confidence and indirectly leading to more financial success in the future. The next thing on the list, and this was something that I was personally a huge fan of, which was buying very nice cologne. I realized that buying really nice cologne and putting it on myself not only gave me like a short-term dopamine hit, which like got me more motivated to do things, but then also built my confidence whenever I stepped out of the house, or even if I was just wearing cologne around the house, I'm like, damn, I smell real good right now. Like I'm wearing cologne right now. I'm smelling really good and I'm feeling more confident just filming this video. Another one is books from reputable authors. I highly suggest reading hardcover or physical books instead of like on a Kindle or on your phone, because there's something to reading a physical book of where you're getting more present and more focused. So you're actually like killing two birds with one stone where you're obtaining knowledge through a book, but then also training your focus and not being distracted at the same time. Some really good books, just to list off real quick, Thinking Grow Rich will open your mind up to the financial world like no other. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Those are kind of like the first four books that I read and they were very, very helpful at the beginning. The next one is very contrary to what a lot of entrepreneurs say. And I think that you should be spending money on all organic, all whole foods and beginning dialed in on your diet right from the beginning. I can't say this enough, but I've seen so many people who are so extremely rich, billionaires even, they don't have their health in order. And no amount of financial success matters if your health is out the window. Nobody cares about money when they're on their deathbed. And so prioritize your health, prioritize your eating habits and your diet right from the beginning. The next purchase I made is the most quality mattress I could find in my city. And the reason for this is because I realized from an early age how important optimal sleep is. And there were so many nights that I didn't get a good night rest, especially when I worked extremely long days when I was just getting started. It was not beneficial in terms of when you are coming off a horrible night's sleep, even if you don't understand it, you're working at such a lower level. The next thing that you should be investing in, especially if you're looking to start a business, is the softwares and applications that can improve your efficiency. A quick example of this is when I first started in business, I was training myself video editing and I was too cheap to purchase the subscription for Adobe Premiere. So I chose to download the cracked kind of like the hacked version of Sony Vegas Pro for free. And I taught myself all my video editing skills on Sony Vegas Pro, which was extremely inefficient because the standard that most people use for video editing is Adobe Premiere. And now most of the time people are just using CapCut. So I learned to not cut corners early on, just spend more for the software and applications that are going to improve your efficiency. The last thing that you should be investing in early on is a place for yourself. Now, I didn't realize it at the time and I didn't even see it as an investment back then of moving out of my dad's house and living on my own, but it led to so many benefits that I couldn't even believe. Firstly, it led to a feeling of independence, which also allowed me to take on more responsibility and got me motivated every single day to make sure that I was gaining a certain level of financial success so that I would never have to move back into my parents' house. It also improved my confidence of 
being able to provide for myself. And probably the most important thing is that it increased my focus levels tremendously because nobody was interrupting me throughout the day and I had my own office space. Now, wrapping up this full step one of investing in yourself is I know you're not gonna be able to afford all of these things right off the bat as you're beginning your journey of maybe going into business or getting more jobs, increasing your value in the marketplace. But what I'm trying to get you into the mindset of is all of these things that I listed are better investments than putting your money in a 401k or an investment account, S&P 500 index fund. Basically what I'm trying to say is if you have under $100,000 in your bank account, just use that money for yourself in terms of leveling yourself up personally and increasing your efficiency so you can make more money in the long run. Step number two in this formula is a skill set that I didn't have up until recently. It's the ability to be able to focus on one skill set ideally, and especially in one industry for an extended period of time. What this means is especially at the beginning, you're eliminating every single other distraction from your life that doesn't apply to that one focus. Now, the reason this was so difficult for me to begin with is I didn't know if the thing that I was choosing to focus on was the right thing to focus focus on. And what I'm realizing now more and more is that it doesn't matter what you focus on at the beginning. We live in a day and age that you can really become a millionaire doing practically anything if you master the skill set. And so the thing is not a matter of like hyper fixating on what to focus on. What matters more is that you choose something, you commit to that something, and then you focus on it and you eliminate every single other distraction. Now I can speak from extreme personal experience from this of being very defocused all throughout the past eight years, working on several businesses at the same time, diversifying my investments on not investing back into myself, instead investing into the stock market, investing into real estate, investing into crypto, when I could have just been continuously investing in myself, increasing my efficiency, increasing my value in the marketplace, increasing my managerial and leadership skills. The major problem with being defocused is the stress that comes with it. Because every single day, when you wake up or when you're planning your next day and you have all of these things that are needing your attention, you're constantly having to use your decision-making power on what is the most important thing for you to be working on. And it's this constant push and pull between different activities because you haven't chosen the one thing for you to focus on for the long term. So I promise you, if you're watching this video, you can really become a millionaire by focusing all of your attention and effort on one skill set and in one industry, you just have to make the choice and commit to it, which finally leads perfectly into the step three, the final step of this formula, which is once you've picked your focus, you've started making money, you've been investing in yourself, then it's time to start buying back your time. Now for this part of the formula, I'm going to be focusing on the differentiation between investing in yourself and buying back your time, because there's some very key components that you need to be looking at. So the whole point of investing in yourself is to increase your value in the market place, increase your skill sets so that you can start charging more for your time. Now, this is more so like if you're running a business, but also if you work for a company and you're increasing your skill sets and extremely cultivating your personal development, you're going to be more valuable to the company you're working for and therefore getting a raise. So once you start increasing your value in the marketplace, then your dollar per hour activities start increasing, say 
it starts off at $15 per hour and then goes to 20, 25, 30, 35, $40 per hour. At a certain point, it starts making sense to buy back your time. And what buying back your time really means is starting to hire out all the activities that are under your current dollar per hour that you're still doing. So what this looks like in action is when I first started up my business and started making a significant amount of money back in 2018, I realized there were a bunch of things that I didn't like doing and that were very low dollar per hour activities. So those are the things that you want to focus on when you're hiring out. These are things like cleaning, cooking. I wanted a personal trainer to help hold me accountable, grocery shopping. So these were all tasks that I basically hired out to buy back my time so I could utilize that time with my higher dollar per hour activities and increasing my value in the marketplace. Then once those base layer activities were hired out and I was able to focus more of my time solely on work while still having my entire life taken care of, then I started hiring out within the business. I first started with the jobs that I was doing in the business that I didn't particularly like. So the first thing that I hired out was a video editor because I didn't particularly like video editing. I knew that was needed for a business because we were growing rapidly on social media and I wasn't particularly the best at it. So it was the perfect combination to be able to hire out a video editor. And then it kind of just escalated where I constantly kept analyzing what are the jobs that I'm doing that I don't like that are low dollar per hour activities where I could be doing higher dollar per hour activities like managing, leading, hiring, direct ads, management, creating content, an infinite number of things. But that pretty much sums it up where when I reflected back on the past eight years of what got me to the place that I am today, it really came down to this three-step formula that pretty much every single person can utilize, especially if you are a teenager or maybe in university and you want to get to the next level and you want to fulfill those dreams of becoming a millionaire. So if you like this video, make sure to subscribe down below, like, and leave a comment on any future videos that you want me to create. Peace.